So, um, yeah, over the week, I was, I remember, I think it was when I was in Ado, I was standing in front of the people teaching like then. All of a sudden, in the message, I remember that <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say it is. But it's not like, it's, I just remember in the middle of the message that I had a very ghastly accident um, in Ado. But before that ghastly one, I had three accidents. After three months, I had the ghastly one. Then when the devil saw that I didn't die, then I had another one, another three months. So it was three months interval that I was supposed to lose my life. So then I sat down and reminisced, thought about my life. Oh, then it dawned on me why the devil wanted to take me out. So if you have accidents, don't think, don't think like, don't treat it casually. Understand that somebody wants to take you out. Okay? So, <laughs> especially when you have not done anything. <laughs> when you are sure you are, you have not done anything. So, I remember all of a sudden, and I remember that I also remembered in that instance, you know, I just had flashes of different experience as I was teaching. I, it was by the help of God, I was able to control myself and just deliver the message. I also remember that I taught a message. I said it when I was teaching that. I taught one of my greatest messages here in Ado. And I taught it when I was just a little girl. And the same message I'm bringing to us this morning. Hallelujah. But this message has developed. Yes. And you will be blessed. Amen. Amen. It's a little here and a little there. After 10 years, it will develop again. The Lord keeps showing us, keep opening our eyes to see things, okay? All right. So I want us to see Genesis 1 verse 26. Um, let's just see the intention of God. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Over, let them have, dom- okay, let's just stop at, <laughs> that's where my revelation stopped. <laughs> let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, full stop. I'll leave the remaining. We'll talk about that one when I have the revelation. <laughs> let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. You remember, I remember this Urban Regu song, and I really love that song so much. Now, don't ask me for the lyrics. Just know that. Is he in church today? He is. All right. All right. You know, I like his, the sight of Obarang. He's sitting here worshiping. Only him. Sometimes he just comes and strolls into the church and sits down in front. Oh, are you the one that used to direct him there? He's just the one. Wow. That sight is one of the most beautiful sights ever in church. Just him sitting here alone, worshiping and lost in front. Front seat. People don't want to sit in front seats, you know, and that is beautiful. <laughs> All right, so I remember one of his songs, and I, one of the lyrics of the song that I know, might be the only one, is <laughs> Every day, Nimonwami, don't ask me for the rest. <laughs> I you know that song, thank you so much. That song always ministers to me, that line, because I understand. This intention of God. This is the... If God had a project, this was his project. 
and there was a committee, there was leadership, and there was a committee of people. There was a group of people who decided, okay, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. So, you know, I started to think, oh, if God had this in mind, is he really achieving this? I've, I've had projects in my life, and some of you are project managers and all that. You understand if you start a project, you want to achieve, you want to hit your goal, you want to, because the idea of being a project manager is that you have success is also, so this is God's project, and he's saying, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. And sometimes I look into the earth, and I'm also, because I'm his child, so I'm thinking for him. I'm saying, are you really getting your image? And are you really getting your likeness? Is this project that is ongoing, are you getting it? You know, that has put a burden in my heart some years ago till now. And I'm sure it's going to continue like that. You know, one thing I found out is that people don't know themselves. And that was a simple message I preached at Jane Chapel. People don't really know themselves. So there is a burden. I remember when I was a young lady, there's just this very fun. Someone say, oh, you are very outspoken. Someone says, you're a snob. Somebody says, you're quiet. Then someone say, you're reserved. How many things do I want to believe for all this? Is? So, about any song will ring every day anymore. Who, me? Who, who am I really? Who am I really? Here, they say you're very quiet. Maybe in your office, you're very reserved and very quiet. In your house, your wife said that you're a troublemaker. But when you get to your friend, your friend said you like drama. And then, if you're a deep thinker, you begin to think, who am I really? Who am I really? What's the definition of Tunde Ajayi? Who is he really? What's the definition of Bola Adasa? You know, even our parents can't really tell who really are. Sometimes when you're at home, they say you're stubborn. And you ask yourself, am I really stubborn? Sometimes your teacher say you're very intelligent. Or your friend can tell you you're very intelligent. But like, I realize I don't know too much like that. Too. <laughs> you know, all these things put together. And there is this human question, actually, when you sit down with yourself. Who are you really? So some years back, I went on a tour and I sat down with the Lord. I said, I'm tired of hearing this and that and this. Can you just find me? As a young teenage girl growing those years, I just said, God, you know what? I don't know. I'm confused because I really trust this, my friend. This, my friend says this. I really trust it. Because, and then, you know, some of your friends or people around you say things that you really like to be. And they say, you're gentle, she's quiet, she's very pleasant. You like that one. And somebody comes to say, you're a drama queen. Nah, 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 nah. And something inside you keep, begins to bite. To, 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 to bite you. Say, nah, nah, nah. Say, ah, but you're very stubborn, no? Ah, you don't need to listen. Then something begins to bite inside you. No, I'm not stubborn. no, 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 no. But you like that one that says I'm pleasant. So, what's the confusion? So, I got tired. I said, you know what? They don't know me. But there's one who knows me. 
God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. It was his agenda. It was his project. It's not my parents' project. That was his project. I am his project. So I decided, Kenne, some years back, I will go to the one who made me. We all ought to go on that journey of the one who created you to find out who you really are so that you can be comfortable in your skin. So I started to read the Bible. I read the Bible so much, Pastor Idara, I forgot I had exams. I was drawn by the word and it was this quest. Let us make man in our image and our likeness. You know, I also, like at some point, thought, oh, I could have been who I am by environment. You get. Chris, I really went on the mind. You know, I, I sat down. I was thinking, that, that uh, place we lived. Alagba, uh, sorry. Alagbado. Alagbado crossing. All over the inside, I was raised in that area. Environment could have made me who I am. When I now moved to Agbado Crossing, their behavior there could have changed me again. Then the secondary school I went to, you know, Godia came on one day, I was thinking, boo, 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 for body. I said, I will not say this outside, but here I am. I said, what? Where did you hear that song from? Is it school? Depending on the school you take your child to, you will sing, boo, 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 for body. How are you? <laughs> I'm telling you. So I said, wow. So this thing is not normal. He did not hear for the, uh, at home. I will not pay money for you to go and learn it in school. Ah, no. And I don't have the money to change the school. So I told God, God, I don't like this song. Help me look for money. Where is the money? Give me the money. I must change this. That's all. Sometimes when your desire is pure, when you know what you're ready, God will give it to you. So I started to tell myself, okay, so maybe it was my school. Because if they say you talk too much, you must have been in an environment where you have friends that talk too much. So I, I started asking serious questions. Okay, my mother and my father, they have genes. They have a particular character. It must have been something I got from my popsy. Or something I got from my mom. When I look at them now, I just tell myself, it's only the good things in their life. I want to, I want to transfer. I don't want any other thing. <laughs> they can keep the rest. And I also tell my children, I pray those prayer over my children. Father, anything that is not good in my jeans, don't transfer it. Because I'm still working on myself. That's why I don't like what they say. Ah, mommy, lojo, daddy, lojo. There's no need. Come on, Jomi. <laughs> there, there's no need for fights. You understand? There's no, what, what are you fighting for? You must really think of yourself as something. Every day anymore, me. Even me, the apparent, I'm looking for myself. So I went on that quest. I said, Lord, who am I really? Society has made me in a certain way. Do you know that I was telling someone that, yeah, that you know, the way people were falling under the Holy Ghost and everything is because of their sight. They've seen that when you're under the power of God, you must just throw yourself. They've seen it's an African thing. Remove them, the same power of God, and take them to America. 
they will not fall. You just see that they are behaved. Why? So environment teaches us. Environment is going to be a very gentle talk this morning because it is a serious matter. Environment teaches us. Your auntie, your uncle, everyone around you that you are looking up to, to be like, they also teach you. All of them are lecturers teaching you what you should be. But there's one we usually neglect. And I like God's personality. He's not forceful. He's very gentle. The Holy Ghost is a gentle spirit. He will never force you. He's the one who made us. And when he was making us, this was his intention. But it looks like God is handicapped. He's not. You can go through life, society, upbringing, background, school, university, everything. Travel out, come back home, or relocate anyone. Let everything teach you. Once you're born again, and you have the seed of the Spirit, the Lord will come for it. That's why I love when people are filled with the Holy Ghost. Just take that vessel, fill it with the Spirit, leave it there, don't worry. Encourage the person to come around the world, come to church, come to church, don't worry. You find yourself. Whether you like it or not, this question is what everybody's asking. Sometimes you just get tired. Then sometimes I heard also you have moon swing. It's demonic. I say, hey, who will save me from this demon of moon swing? Oh, today I'm quiet. Tomorrow I'm talking. <laughs> until I heard you, I was also playing with that thing. Until I heard this demonic. I said, demonic, moon swing is demonic. Hey, I don't want demons. Oh, I don't want demons. <laughs> That was how I escaped, though. It's not like it was. <laughs> when I heard that Muslim was demonic, I said, hey, me and demons. No way. <laughs> so every time I find myself all of a sudden quiet, my, in my house, they used to t- tell me that when I was staying in my first apartment, they would tell me that um, the egg won't lay on. There's a way they say that. I hated it. They said the, the masquerade in the house has visited her. Every time I'm quiet, I'm like, I'm just thinking. Said so the ah, I feel like the masquerade in the house have visited. <laughs> I said, which masquerade is that one? So it can be tired sometimes. So every time they say that thing, because I don't like that word, I will just get that. So oh, yeah, she be just. Oh yeah, let's be just. I will just you today, <laughs> just because I was looking for myself. That circle kept going on, and it's going on for every child of God, until you begin to find yourself in God. We don't know ourselves until God reveals us to us. Because if the thought of making man in himself came from God, he must also have the idea of who that man should be. So it's easy. Let's just stop the rush. Let the confusion stop. Let the whole drama stop. 
Tell yourself and everyone who is speaking into you, into your life, saying you are this, you are that. Tell them, don't worry. I'm about to find myself. I'm about to find myself. And when I find myself, I'm just going to be on a smooth ride. At that time, anything anybody then says becomes nothing. Until you find yourself. So this is the plan. This is the project. You are his project. I am his project. Every man of God is his project. Every geo is his project. As long as you're human, you're his project. So we find ourselves in him. So don't worry. I just came to announce to you, find peace. There's a peace of God in the house already. Have some peace. You will find yourself. As long as you're pursuing the same project, you'll find yourself. God will begin to reveal you to you. Even when Jesus came to the earth, he found himself. He will open the scripture and say, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your eyes. What was he doing? He was finding himself. It's not like, oh, be walaton. No, it's not follow come. He had to find himself. We are all on that journey, on that journey rather, of finding ourselves. Of finding ourselves. Whoever you are, married or married, housemaid, market woman, carpenter, whatever you say you are, everyone is finding themselves. I just want you to tilt where you're looking for it to this project. Go back to where the project started from and find yourself there. You will definitely find yourself. Praise God. You know, all those experiences I explained later earlier on is called the malfunction of the soul. We all malfunction at every area we have not found ourselves. No matter your age, even if you are 50, if you are 60 years, there's always a malfunction in the soul everywhere you have not found yourself. You know, I was speaking to a young lady in Adwekiti and she was in a relationship. I asked her, why are you in the relationship? She said, I don't know. And she wanted to keep talking to me. Ah. I said, Pazobi, what did you say again? She said, I don't know. That was the problem. I said, okay, let's stop here. Let's find out why you don't know. There must be a reason why you don't know. Your reason is legit. Well, there must be a reason why you don't know. A lot of people don't know anything. A lot of people don't know why they are doing what. And why they are in where. Or whatever. People don't have reasons. They don't have, and I'm not even talking about logical reasons. They don't have divine reasons to what they are doing. They don't have intention. They are not intentional in whatever they find themselves doing. So I stopped. I said, there's a problem here. Do you know if that lady can arrive and why she doesn't know why she's not in a relationship? Do you know she will decide whether she should be there or not? Do you know she will have breakthrough? Her breakthrough is with her, not with me. So we all malfunction at different points. See, malfunction, so malfunction. What if you are anointed? You know those kind of lines? No matter the anointing, you can still malfunction.
we all malfunction at different places, different areas of our life. And the reason is because we are not going back to where the project started. Let us make man in our image. This image is not physical resemblance. So when you see man, there's a way man should be. <laughs> He's supposed to be like God. So in every area you are not like God, there's malfunction. Of course, not everybody in this world is like God. <laughs> so I get it. But just know, let it be an awareness that in every area you are not like God. You say have struggle here and there. It is because you are not, you are malfunctioning. And there's solution to malfunction. Go back to the scriptures. Go back to the Bible. There's malfunction. Some people marry for different reasons. Whatever your reason is, whether it's for future prospects, whether it's for your own happiness, maybe the guy just makes you happy. Every time you're around him, you're just happy. It's also a malfunction. You don't like that, Abby? It's okay, I can step back. I don't intend to preach anything that will get you offended. Just stay with me. I'm your friend today. <laughs> it's also a malfunction. I found out, even in that place, it is less us make man in our image and in our likeness. We derive our joy from only one source. Also, I will stay back. Let's see Matthew 16, 25. Praise God. Are we being blessed? Matthew 16, 25. God is intended to bless you. One of his major plans, as you were taking your, your bike, with a leg, with a car to church, he was just saying, Shamalo, Muma bless is intended to bless you, okay? Say, so whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, reward. Every day, Muwami. For whoever desires to save his life. Do you know immediately they, after. Let me, when you come to awareness, maybe five years old, six years old, seven years old, you have started the journey of saving your life. Think about it. From a little boy or little girl, you have started the journey of saving your life. When I watch Maverick and Godia, Godia, stop lying, Godia, stop lying. The guy is trying to save himself. Trying to save himself. He will not leave himself alone. But Godia to lie against him. No. He's going to fight for himself. Everybody is on this journey of saving their lives. We all have some form of protection of saving your life. We all have it. We are trying to save. Hey, can you remember Jerry is not that one. <laughs> Don't worry, I preach one message. Only Jerry can understand that message. <laughs> we all have that protective stuff over your life. 
And you don't want your life to be lost. A husband is protecting himself. The wife protecting herself. Even the children, they are unguiding. In school, you are protecting yourself. Say in this school, after all the things I've been through this life, I must make first class. Eh? After I make that first class, I will not get a job. Eh? By the time I get that job and they pay me my first salary, I will just buy one Benz. When I arrive, people will know I have arrived. Every man out there is working to earn a living to take care of the family. We are all at different points of trying to save our lives. Trying to save our face. Trying not to be ashamed. Do you know, as a wife, you get home today, your husband tells you that you are the best decision I made in this life. You are the most beautiful thing I have as a gift. You know how you feel. <laughs> or a man, if you get home and your wife says, What? What the husband? What the husband? Where was I all this while? You know how you feel. You feel so good about it. Because all the muscle you have been exerting is you are trying to save your life. So you want to be ailed. You say, what is your love language? Words of encouragement, affirmation. It's because you are trying to save your life. Why don't you wait for Jesus Christ on that judgment day and say, oh my good and faithful servant. <laughs> trying to save your life. Every worker in church wants to be appreciated. And every time when um, Pure Stream sings, hey, help me clap for Pure Stream, help me clap for them. They did a great job. <laughs> they are trying to save their lives. But at a child, you know what you're part of? We're all here trying to save our life. But the scripture says, but whoever loses his life, you see, you don't like that statement. One day I told my auntie, one day I was in the room with her. I was not married then. No. So, I just told her that I, you know, the fruit of the spirit is this thing. I said, ah, long suffering. She said, oh no, my day. Amy, suffer long. No, Amy, only suffer long. Amy, only not suffering. Ah. I said, auntie, it's not like that. I don't mean that way. People said they have seen long suffering. She has raised. Say, no, long suffering. Like, like, oh no, my day, any long suffering. I said, <laughs> I couldn't explain it because she was even gone. <laughs> so you also don't like this line. Whoever loses his life, nobody likes to hear that. What do you mean, whoever loses his life? In what linguistic translation? <laughs> I don't even know what word to use. In what English translation? Dami, you know English very well. Please give break. Let me stay with that, Miss Mo. In what translation, if whoever loses his life, I know Mo, you're very my G. In what translation, Mo, does it mean that you lose your life? Can you explain it? Show ye. 
But let's think about it. Today is Sunday, right? I'll spot the service for you, Bobby. Sorry. <laughs> let's think about it. But only what does it mean to lose your life? Go ye, right? Today, do you know what it means to lose your life? Today is an apostle. So you try. To lose your life. This Bible self. Ah, I don't even know how to read this Bible. The thing is like upside down. <laughs> what do you mean to lose your life? Whoever loses his life. For my sake. Thank God there's for my sake. That was just succor. But don't worry, you are in good hands. find it. If they remove that for my sake, nobody is going to lose their life. God is saying, God, don't worry, I'm in good hands. <laughs> Just to help your soul. Say so you'll find it. We'll find it. We'll find it. That thing called life itself. Life itself. Abu, life itself is found only in one place. In the hands of God. Have you not noticed all those instants where I say, yeah, have you, you have not died since that time. <laughs> you have not noticed it, fear me. You have not noticed that since that time you have not died. You have not died. You are still alive. <laughs> so that you cannot that not be you to keep yourself. There's someone who is keeping you. There's a supernatural force that is keeping your life. Why don't you then make a decision to live your life on that hand? That same supernatural hand. Wouldn't it be a wise decision? It will be. <laughs> so let go of the life. There is no point keeping it. Since you have been keeping it, have you kept it well? Because we have tried to keep it. We have worked so hard to keep the life. 10 years, 20 years, working so hard to retain your space. To retain your space on the surface of the earth. To retain your space in every sphere. But you're working so hard. Why don't you let it go? A two-year-old child does not know anything. If he falls, does not know. We can tell him a story 15 years later. Ah, you fell one day like that. It was as if your brain was going to scatter. Say, eh, I fell. Does not know. Because God was keeping them. It's just that when we mature, we want to keep that life. When we mature, we want to keep the life. In the scripture, it says one place. Say, another will take your hands. Another will now take your hands. Say, leave it alone. Another will now take your hands. But this time around, they will take you to places where you don't want to go. You know why? It's not necessarily that God wants to oppose you. It's that you don't know the map. You have struggled too much. God intends to give you rest. You don't know the map. So another, thank God for another. 
good for another. I won't be where I am if not for another. I won't experience forgiveness if not for another who granted me forgiveness. Mercy. For the mercy of the Lord, I'm standing. Jerry, for the mercy of the Lord, I am standing. And I'm not only standing, I'm standing strong. There will be no point you hold in your life. Let it go. Let it what? Let it go. Let the death process be initiated. You know, there was a day I sat down, I think about two years ago. I started to write the story of how death is sweet. I have not even had the grace to preach the message because I don't even know where to start from. It's a personal thing to me. But death is sweet. If you understand what death will do to you, you will embrace it. Allow the initiation of the death process. Who are you? Let that life go. Let the death process be initiated. Allow the process of it. So that another can be born out of you. This another is not like the old one. This another is powerful. (laughs) This another has the supernatural. If not, is that salary you count for the rest of your life? Is that career you org for the rest of your life? When another is born out of you, you will experience the supernatural. That is sweet. That thing that you call myself, myself, this is me. This is me. Let it go. Has he raised the dead? That's yourself. Has he raised the dead? <laughs> It has not resided. It has not done much. That's your life. You are arguing. Now this is me. This is me. It's such a shame. It's such a shame. Then we both people now started writing our character for us. They call it phlegmatic. They say, waiting, waiting. I don't even know. Sanguine. Uh-huh. Melancholy. Uh-huh. Choleric. Oh, my dear. Somebody look at me one day. I say, I'm fire. I'm red. What's that color you gave me? Red, hot, and Abike, you are the one that gave me that color. Red and what? Is it orange? Blue. We are cold and hot. God forbid. I can only be one thing. Choose one. Is that hot? Leave me hot. I hot and hot. Don't confuse me. They've confused us for too long. Confused us for too long. What's the word of God saying about you? Have you started searching the scriptures to find yourself? Confuse me. Don't control me. Control me here. You see now here. Woman of God, do this. Woman of God, do that. Don't control me. Let me be the me that Jesus has ordained. So that I can have power. In my originality is where there is power. Chris, when you find yourself, that's where there is power. Anything you say will come to pass. Be on the journey of finding yourself. They say you are busy, you are busy. Say I'm busy looking for myself. And I'm finding it. Not that I want you are busy, busy. Say you are looking for yourself. You have not found one. 
Be finding it. Be finding it. Let the death process be initiated. People don't like to die. Why don't you like to die? Die now? Are you using the DC4? Die! What's the point? Just die. I wrote in my note, I said, I said, your walls come crashing and you can't seem to hold on to anything. You lose control. Man of God, lose control. When the death process of the Lord is initiated, you begin to lose control of your frame. Say, you just can't, it's, it's, it's almost like a confusing state. Say, this is what I used to know. What am I becoming now? This is what I used to know. What am I becoming now? I don't know this one. Which one is this one? This one is a strange one. Don't worry. Your walls are crashing. And I've told you, we all were busy making up the walls. So when the walls come crashing, you also want to make it up. Don't crash, don't crash. So when the walls are crashing, you want to still hold on to something. Say, Ele malo, Ele malo. Ele malo. Ele malo. No. Let the walls come crashing. It is for gain eventually. Let that wall come crashing. I know you have known yourself for 30 years. Let the wall crash. Lose control of your life. You have controlled this your life for many years. Held on to it. Guarded it. For many years, Jerry. Controlling everything is what you think you do. You know, God is delivering my generation from deafness. I've seen it, yes. Ears are now open to hear God. The Bible in Revelation says, and and hear. He that has and hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. So my generation is going to be experiencing opening of the ears. The, The ears will begin to open. Because the last word, this thing is wrapping up. Let he that has and hear. If the purifier is here, <laughs> let him that has an here, let him hear. It's not this fiscal here, there's an here. It's not activity, there's an here. Let him that has an here, let him hear what? What the spirit is saying. There's an here. And God is already creating and forming the here. For those that don't have, then those that have deafness, God is opening it up. So lose control. Man and woman of God. Lose control. You don't have to hold on to it. Lose control of it. You know, God visited, uh, visited Jacob one time. <laughs> and they said he wrestled with God. What does that mean? <laughs> if you see God, you go fight him. Do you know many of us are fighting with God? You know that Jacob story we used to think I see, you know, one engine appear like drama film. I said drama film. <laughs> movie. I see one engine appear and then he fought with God. And then no, you're also doing the same. And think of it like that. It's okay. But you are wrestling with God. You and God are now mates. He says, drop this. No, if I drop it, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna die. <laughs> He's going to remove your hip bone. I just I don't know how to say it. I'm not even interested in preaching the message. Because 
There's no point you walking like this. You get. Surrender the evil. There's no point of you having a story. Say, let me share my story with you. There's no time. I don't use year one. Nah, year one. No. There's no need. Hey, they John now. There is no need for the Lord to come. There's no need for you to wrestle with him. What's the point? Once he comes for your he born, are you a goat? You know, I'm not abusing us. Sorry. That's why the Lord is opening down and here. He's opening and here. And here. See, Jacob wrestled with him. You know, when God begins to wrestle with you, your face will face the floor. Your face it will be on the floor. When you take God on that journey of wrestling with you, and you're not responding as quick as possible, may your face not be on the floor. You know, sometimes we have to come to the end of ourselves before we meet God. Why does he, Ruda, if you know, ask that question, why do we have to get there? Sometimes your wife can be advising you on this particular thing. You say, Your husband will be advising you. All right. You casualize those small, small advice. Then God will come for you. That same simple thing. Sometimes God will wait for you to get to the end of yourself. When you finish that circle, you know, say, hey, this is what they were saying, you know. You don't have to get there. Hey, this is the thing. Then it looks as if your eyes open, Abby. Then you realize, I realize. You know that Jacob wrestled with God is a very nice story in the Bible. I don't think I want it. I don't like it. I don't want them to remove my hip bone. Ah, there's no need. You get, I don't want to be com- always come to the end of myself before I hear God. Before I respond. Ah, ah. Do you get, I don't want to have that kind of experience. Always come to the end of yourself. But you know what? It's also okay. Keep going on your journey. It's also okay. God will come for you at every, at every, at any stage. Whether it is at the end of yourself, he will come for you. So keep going. When after a while, then the angel changes name. Say Jacob, this is not your name. Your name is now Israel. When you begin to find yourself, you get a new name. That name is not a desola, it's an identity. Identity. Identity is a framework, is your molding. You will not begin to find who you are. Then when people say you are too quiet, say no, don't worry. It's my mold and it is for a purpose. There is no mold without a purpose. You begin to find yourself. You know, they didn't just change Israel's, uh, Jacob's name to Israel. It was for a purpose. Say with me. So you can understand when you were created from the beginning. Let us make man in our image and our likeness. The end, there's end result. Oh, they didn't finish that discussion there. The end result is that the kingdom will be established through you. There's an end result. There's something in the mind of God. But they started with, let us make man in our image. Only our image and likeness can achieve this. 
You understand that your life now that you're trying to keep cannot really achieve much for God. Because God is in a realm that we are not. He's in another realm entirely. This your life can achieve much on this earth. But we are talking about a change of name. We are talking about losing that life and getting another. That kind of life, familiarity, can achieve something that only can be said, can only be said about that this can only be God. Because Jacob's name was changed to Israel. That's what we have now. We have that heritage now. What is this your life going to produce eventually? Is a nation coming from you? Or you just want to die on earth? You just want to be married and die on earth? Is a nation going to come from you? As a nation. We're going somewhere. Is a nation going to come from you? What is God's inheritance in you? This your name cannot bear it. You need to change name. So when I say death is sweet, understand what I'm saying. Have spiritual understanding. Death is sweet because your life presently cannot produce much. So they would have to initiate death to take you out and introduce a new life. That life is supernatural. Then you can begin to produce something in the order of God. They had to do it because Jacob was in line. You understand? He was in line. If he was not, that rib was not taken out. It won't continue. Are you the one stopping the work of God or you are the one expanding it? I don't want to be called the most beautiful. For what? What am I using it for? Most beautiful what? Here on earth? Yet? This earth? For what? <laughs> when you are eternal realities. <laughs> you understand? The earth is wrapping up. <laughs> the earth is wrapping up. Jesus then begins to mold you. Allow him to mold you. Allow him to redefine your life. When you're studying the scripture, find yourself. Be allow the molding. Allow the molding to go on. Don't just read the scripture and close it. Open it. Find life. Open it. Find how to live. Check it. Consider it. Find how to live. Redefine your life. Allow the molding of the word of God. The word of God is powerful. It's very what? It's powerful. When it comes, it is a two-edged sword. What it does is it pierces through you. When something begins to pierce through you, you know it, it's killing you already. So it's okay. Say, so, oh Lord, this is so hard. I can't. That's the, that's the point. And you get it. The point is it's so hard because this needs to get away. Death processes are not really easy like that. But it's sweet. Allow it. Allow it. Become a woman of power. Become a woman, a man of stature. Become a man of stature. Through the making. You sing this song a lot. Jesus bring new wine out of me. Then they said, where there is new wine, there is what? New 
Did you, did you not hear the lyrics of that song? New power. It means that the present power you are engaging with, there's something else that is better than that. When you let that one go, you see new power. Eyes have not seen and ears have not truly heard. What is about to come out of your life? You don't even know what God can do through you. You don't know. By the time God begins to ooze out of you, by the exchange of your life, God begins to ooze out of you, you'll be dazed. You'll be compelled to fall. By the time God, you know that when you begin to exchange your life with him and take on his own life, his image and his likeness, you will be having his power. You will be, become a residue. They will be storing it in you. So when you stand before anywhere, any place, like you don't have to stand on the pulpit everywhere you are, in your family, anywhere. You will be dispensing power. You will be dispensing strength. You know another thing you dispense? Grace. When they see you, they say you're a woman of grace. A man of grace. A man that is full of God's ability. The encounter of God is very classic. When he hits you, he hits you. When I see a man that I had encounter with God, I know them. Because I've had one. And I pray for more. I pray for more. More encounters. More encounters. When you see one that has an encounter, you know, Pisa was preaching about Moses the other time. He said the concern of the people is not his concern. That man has met with God. He has met with God. So problem, everybody's problem cannot be his problem. But my burden is that why is it that the whole of Israel don't know his ways? I'm concerned though. Why is it that the whole of Israel don't know his ways? Why is he only Moses? Is he hidden? The last time they called it, the, uh, God told them, oh yeah, come and meet me. Come and meet me at this mountain. You know what they told God? Many of us are there. Telling God, just hold yourself. Make me save day. And do devotion. Mm-hmm. Read your Bible. Mm-hmm. If you are reading your Bible, do the word. Mm-hmm. God, just hold yourself. Meanwhile, you are the one who is missing. Pastor Lalo. We are the ones who is missing. God intends to bless you with his power. But you are refusing it. The children is saying, God, Moses, go and talk to him. Maybe that day, all of them would have had an encounter. Sometimes I wish I can wind back that time. I wish they didn't have deafness over here. But they know God who created them wants to meet with them. That invitation alone was some kind of breakthrough. That was a miracle. That God would tell man, I'm coming to you. Come to the mountain, come and meet with me. Then you add the effrontery and the audacity to say, You stay, oh God, you stay. Such a sad event. Maybe that day we will have had an encounter. But many of us are treating God like that. It ought not to be so. It ought not to be so. We shouldn't just bear his name. 
and not want to know him. It's, it's, that's, not, that's not the will of God. We shouldn't say, God, it's okay. I, I'm Just stay, don't worry. Ah, your stress is too much. Just be by yourself. Your wallet is too much. We shouldn't be that. I want you all this morning to understand that whatever demand God lays on your life, it is for your own good. Anything you are asked to drop, drop it. Anything you are asked to change, change it. Every time the word of God confronts you, adjust. Tremble at it. It is for your own good. I found out blessing. Everywhere of the word of God, I am living it. I am having power in those places. Don't ask me, why are you reading your Bible? The Bible is boring. Ah, the Bible is boring. Eh? Ah, that's so, some strange information to me. My prayer is boring. See, I did not know before. Ni. That's what has been changing my life. You say it's boring? Ah, how about I Please, don't destroy my life. You say it's boring? You say it's boring? Chris, what has caused my life to change? You say it's boring? Wow. Oh, I'm not going to listen to you. What has caused me to have his nature, his likeness? You say it's boring? Ha, I will not listen to you. I will not listen to you. I will not be your friend. We will not be friends. We, we cannot even have a conversation. Because maybe the next time or the third time you say that thing is when enter into my heart. You understand? Because words are seeds. So I will put you far away from you. I can't even block you. No, it's easy. For me, blocking people is very easy. Very, very easy. My husband says I don't have a heart. What am I using the heart for? Heart for what? Heart still injecting shorire. You understand? What am I using? Let them go take the heart. Let me have some firmness in my journey in life so that I can find myself. What am I using it for? Emotions. What am I using the emotion for? As I'm loving you, as the love I have for you since Jerry, I've been loving you, has it saved your life? The only love that can save your life is the one I get from God. Has not saved anybody. Has not helped anybody. That's why if somebody says that you don't like me, you don't like me, I say I'm, I'm grateful. I don't. I would not need your likeness. I would not need it. <laughs> I would not need it. I need one person to like me. Hey, if God can like me, I'm okay. Hey, <laughs> I'm confident in my God. Though. Let me show you something that will happen now. Let's see Matthew 25. Matthew 25. You know this morning, as the message was going on, I saw some angels. They are called the reaper angels. They just entered into the house. I saw them by my heart. The reaper angels. The harvester has come. When the harvester has come, I'm careful. It's not a joke. The reaper angels have arrived. This time around, they are reaping over your life. They are coming to search what is there to reap over this life. After the blessings we have blessed you, what is our gain? What is there to reap? They've come. They are around. The reaper angels. 
They've come to reap over each life. Twenty. I saw that they've come. And they came without their fork to separate, to reap. It's over your life, oh. It's not over the assembly. Each life. And they have come with fire. I also saw fire. It's purifying each one of you. They are coming for you. Now things will begin to change. You will not be normal again. The fire, the purifying fire has now come. It has entered the assembly to refine, to remold. You have entered it too. You have entered it. The fire will trouble you. <laughs> this fire is a troublesome one. It will trouble you. After a while, when you cannot stay again, you leave church. After a while, you will not be comfortable. Because the fire will trouble your soul. You will trouble your soul. The word of God henceforth that is being dispensed here will now begin to be your troubler. It will trouble your soul so much you will not be able to sleep. You will be so restless. It's coming for your soul. They are coming to reap over your life. After all, they've given you everything. You have breath, don't you? Breath. You have breath, right? You have been given breath. That's the blessing of the Lord. What is God's gain over that breath? As you are breathing, what is he gaining? As you are breathing, what is he gaining? It's coming as such light. Searching into your soul, your heart. <laughs> it's not going to be a business as usual. I'm telling you. I started asking God for help. I started asking God, help me. You know, sometimes you can be scared that, ah, this fire that has come now, my life will turn upside down. It, it, it's okay. Let it be upside down. It's more useful when it's upside down. Right? It's even more useful. It's okay. 20 says, so he who had, please, can someone just read for me, please? Well, I'll just read for me. Hold on. Let everybody read.
There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's not a Christian too. Child of God. So we have come to a terrain where God is demanding faithfulness. You know that song? Is it that your glory or nothing? Let me sing for you now. Is it that your faithfulness or nothing? You know, we hear about the faithfulness of God. What about the faithfulness of men? What about that? Can someone beat, can you beat your chest that you're faithful to God? What about the faithfulness of men? What about the faithfulness of men? What about the faithfulness of men? I have a concern. What about the faithfulness of men? Faithful in little things. What about the... He has not asked for much. What about the faithfulness of men? Just little, little, little things. What about your faithfulness? We all sing about the faithfulness of God and we celebrate the love of God over our life. Say, God loves me so much. Help me to thank him. He just gave me this contract. I just got this job. He gave me a pretty baby. He gave me a fine husband. What about your faithfulness to him? What is he gaining over your life? What about your faithfulness to him? What can God say? If there's testimony time in heaven, can God say, oh, angels, did you see my son? He has given me these sons. He has given me these daughters. He has served. Can you see my son serving? When he got to Job, he said something about Job. About Moses, he said, the man is faithful in all his house. What about your faithfulness to him? I'm not talking about your attendance in church. No, many, no, 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 no. Don't worry. You can't deceive me with that. You see, let me tell you something about <laughs> me. I'm, it's very hard to deceive me. Yeah, and God helped me. You can come to church Monday to Friday every day. You can attend all the services, all the worship meetings, all the this, all the that. Eh? <laughs> your heart may be far from God. What about your faithfulness to him? So those repair angels, they are not coming to come and mark register. They are requesting over your soul. What has your soul produced? What has it produced? It's a very serious matter. What have you given to him? He has blessed us. You know, in this house, for example, God, the Lord has blessed us. The Lord has blessed us so much. I know you are complaining about a certain thing. What about the other areas where he has blessed you? So, what are you giving to God? Is your life giving to God? Do we deserve the breath that he has given us? You see these servants, when he got to Jesus, he said, ah. <laughs> Jesus, you don't used to, you used to reap where you are not sowing. He's even a blind guy. Because, you know, this, this one is blindness, so serious blindness. He forgot that it was the talent that he's talking about, it was Jesus that gave him. And he had, 
Oh, serious girl. Is he said that you that did not reap, you did not sow, and you want to reap? Some people are bold. <laughs> I'm telling you, I celebrate their boldness. <laughs> Then God told him. You see the reply Jesus told him. The Lord said, You wicked and lazy servants. At least this is your wickedness. It is now a very serious wickedness. Because if you were not this wicked, you could have even saved it in bank. Let the bankers trade with it. If you keep it in bank, you get. I will still have interest. You did not say. You went to bury it. That's the loss of a generation. He buried it. As far as my judgment is concerned, it should be taken out of the heads. Because his life is not producing anything. Instead, he's taking the blessings of God, but he's burying it. No fruits. A life without fruits. The scripture says that, you know, there's some that they will prune. Some they will cut off. I don't want to be that. It's the Bible that said it. If your life is not producing fruits, I'm announcing to you, you are about to be cut off. So God desires your faithfulness. Your fruitfulness. And until you begin to, until you start to find yourself in him, can you be faithful? You can't be faithful. You can't be faithful if you have not found yourself in him. You get the point now. So God wants to restore identity. Come close to me. I'll restore your identity. When you find yourself, you find peace. When you allow that life go, you find a new person. You have a new name. You have grace. Then when you begin to have those things, then you can now be faithful. Your life now begins to bear fruits. This fruit is powered by him because he's the one who is changing you. Don't force a change upon yourself. Don't say after this message, I'm going to now write down the things that are not good in my life versus the things I want to be. No, it's not like that. (laughs) Don't worry, I've tried it before too. New resolution. (laughs) It does not work. You will even be worse than what what you plan to be. There's no need to force it. The only thing I would ask you to do, keep looking into the word. Search out yourself from it. Search out yourself in it. When those reaper angels that I said have come, when they begin to work on you, they begin to take out the wheat, separate the wheat and the shafts. It's their job, not your job. Do you know, Pastor Idara, I found that I don't even know what to take out. There was a time in my life I wanted to take out the particular character. Meanwhile, that is what my ministry is resting upon. Yes. Until I had an encounter with God. Told me, leave that alone. I will purify it. That's what my ministry is responsible But a lot of people around me were complaining. You have to do this. You have to do that. Leave it alone. Let the reaper angels do their job. The reaper angels, let them do their job. They begin to separate the width and the shaft. You don't know what to take out from your life. You don't have any idea. You're, the one, you're not the one with the manual. The creator is with the manual. And he said, when the Holy Ghost comes, I'll begin to teach you all things. The Holy Spirit will begin to teach you all things. All things. Then your intelligence begins to confuse you. And like this is what I used to know. No, no, no. It's not like that anymore. 
It's not like that anymore. These are now the things you ought to know. These are now the new maturity you ought to have. It begins to teach you all things. Then your life will begin to experience peace. Because when a life is put together, peace will be there. Then you desire to pray. That one, they will not ask you to pray in the morning. They will not ask you to pray at night. You will just desire it. You know why? You understand that it's on that altar that you're finding your life to flame. Prayer becomes interesting. I don't want to, why, why will I be guarding praying for people? No, no, no. Why have you pray, pray, for, pray for yourself? Find your life to flame. Spend hours praying for yourself. Before you begin to have outward ministry and praying for people, why don't you pray for yourself? What are your hours for? Let those hours be for praying for yourself. For finding yourself. Until you find God, God begins to give you what to do. You have not even found yourself. And you want to do? You want to walk on behalf of God? <laughs> God. God Almighty. You want to walk on his behalf and he has not changed your name. <laughs> your ministry is coming down. <laughs> that ministry is coming down. He is the one who is going to take you on that journey. Calm down. Calm down. Sometimes it will take you some years. Slow down. Calm down. Don't overhype yourself, okay? Find yourself in him. Let him take you on the journey. Don't worry. The ministry will come out naturally. Naturally. Your placement will be natural. It will be natural. It's not dramatic, Paul. The placement will be natural. God will understand that with what name I have named you, this is where you ought to be now. This is where you now would be. It will begin to now post you in places. Understanding that he has changed you. And you have surrendered to him. Understanding that you have been broken, you have been dealt with by the hand of the Lord, then you begin to find expression. So understand that for those who are doing anything on behalf of God, and there is power dispensed, there is lives changed. Understand that there are men under, under the fire of God. There are men like Moses that understand the ways of God. Understand that you can't just jump at it. You have to go through the process. You can't jump at it. You may have seen it in your dreams when you were 5 years, 10 years old. You may have 50 dreams of what you ought to do for the Lord. Keep those dreams. Archive it. It will be better for you to archive it. And sit with the scripture. Sit with Bible study. Sit with what your pastor is saying. Go through the process. Let the fire of God purify you. Let your nature be purified. Go through the fire. The system of his death. Go through it. Find yourself. Then everything becomes natural. A natural flow. A natural flow. And it's more powerful without sweat. Without your hand in it. Without your hand in it. Your hand will not be in it. Then you won't say, I did this. Uh -huh, you understand? You won't say, I did this. That was what made Moses humble. He had gone through fire. Seasons of trainings. He couldn't say. He wasn't a proud man. He couldn't say, I did it. He couldn't say, this is my ministry. No. He was never boastful. No, 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 no. Moses was not a boastful man. At that time, Jacob had lost everything. He had given, he had lost himself. He was no more. He was nowhere. Those that lose their life, those that are finding their life, they will eventually lose it. 
But those that let it go for my sake, they will have it. The life you ought to be hustling, rushing towards to have, is the one you find in him. If there's any strength you need to dispense, can I? dispense your strength towards finding your life. If I have 30 more years to live on earth, I don't know. Whatever years I have, I intend to use it to let go of this life so that I can find my life. That life is better than the one you're holding on to. You know, I see a lot of people holding their ashes. Their death processes. They've gone through death. Some of us but they are holding on to the ashes and they are crying over the ashes. Oh, 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 let the ashes go. Let the ashes go. It's of no use. Let the ashes go. Let new life come out of you. Let there be new wine. Your wine can begin to serve the nations. Let new wine come out of you. Let the ashes go. Even the ashes is not useful. So let it go. Let it go. I want you to begin to respond to God. There is now demand over our lives. And there is serious intentional demand. There is serious intentional demand. There is serious intentional demand. After the Lord has blessed you with dreams, with giftings, what are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? What is it getting from you? The Lord has blessed us with giftings. The Lord has made us great. It deserves our fruitfulness. It deserves our faithfulness. The Lord deserves it. It deserves our fruitfulness. We ought to be bearing fruit and churning out fruit for him. It deserves it. It deserves it. It deserves it. It deserves it. The Lord Almighty deserves it. It deserves your, your faithfulness. Whether in the place of prayer, in the place of yielding yourself to the word, yielding yourself to the word of God, the Lord deserves it. The Lord deserves it that you yield yourself to the word. That you humble yourself. That you submit yourself. That you tremble at his word. The Lord deserves it. The Lord deserves it. The Lord deserves your heart. Your heart is for him. Your heart is for him. He ought to be staying and living in it. The Lord ought to be comfortable in your heart. The Lord deserves it. It deserves our faithfulness. That is why he's restoring identity. He's not just restoring identity just to have fun. It's intentional about restoring identity. The reason for image and likeness is so that your life can produce. So that the kingdom of God can be established through you. So that some set of people can retain the heads. They can keep things together. I want you to respond to God. Anyhow you can. Just make sure you're praying. Just make sure you're praying. When you find yourself in God, you become more beautiful. When you find yourself in Him, that's life. That's your other life in Him is beautiful. That's your only, not your other. is beautiful. When you find yourself in God, that life is more beautiful. It's more powerful. It's more gracious. It's more gracious. There is nothing worth holding on to. 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 There is nothing, absolutely nothing worth holding on to. 
find yourself in God. Don't allow anyone to dictate who you are to you. Don't allow anyone to dictate who you are to you. Whether good news or bad news, don't allow anyone to dictate it. Make sure what you have about yourself, what you know about yourself, make sure it was the word that revealed it to you. Make sure it was the word that revealed it to you. Make sure it was the word of God that revealed it to you. No matter what your friends say or your loved ones, make sure it was the word of God that revealed it to you. That's the only one you can hold on to. Father Lord, I ask for your purifying fire. I ask for your purifying fire, the purifier. Lord Almighty, the purifier, begin to purify our hearts. Begin to purify right now our hearts. Begin to take away what it does not look like you, what is not yours. Begin to take away what is not yours, what is not yours. Whatever the Lord, my, my God, did not plant, let it now be uprooted. Whatever nature, whatever charisma that the Lord did not plant, let it now be uprooted. In the name of Jesus, whatever God Almighty did not plant, whatever does not look like Him, let it now be uprooted. In the name of Jesus, let the fire of God begin to purify, begin to permeate into our soul, into our mind. Everything that we have gotten from our environment, from our, from our bringing, from our parents, let it now be burned up. In the name of Jesus, let the fire begin to separate. Let the fire begin to separate whatever does not look like God. Let it begin to give way. Let it begin to give way. Let it begin to give way in the name of Jesus. Let it begin to give way, Lord. Let it begin to give way inside every young man, every young woman. Whatever is not planted by God, even if it is hereditary, let it now give way by the power of God. Let it now give way by the power of God. In the name of Jesus, let it now begin to give way. Whatever my father did not plant, let it now begin to give way. In the name of Jesus, whatever my father did not plant, whatever my father did not plant, whatever was not the intention of God, let it now, be, let it now begin to give way. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, whatever character that is not of God, whatever likeness we have that is not of God, let it now begin to give way. Let identities be restored. Let identities be restored. Let who we are in Christ Jesus now be what we know. Let who we are in Christ Jesus now be what we know in the name of Jesus. Ashanta Baiko Sabrada Dosho. Rampeti Vrano Shatayada. Agala Brodo Shatabanika Tabanigo. Robono Poika Tivranosha. Emenekeloto Frababania Soto. Eh, let there be identity restoration. Let the word of God now have a voice into your soul, into your being. Now begin to find yourself. Now begin to find yourself in your maker. In your source. Hey, let it be done by fire. Let it be done by fire. Let the hand of the Lord drive you to the hand of yourself. Let the hand of the Lord drive you to the hand of yourself. To drive everyone here to the end of themselves. Ipakosa, let it now begin. Agoto, agoto, 
There's an exchange. There's an exchange. The man of Kapia do Sufra Katiga of Robinon be sensitive in Koto Pantito Sosata and Prakoto Franda Makosa. There's a working of the spirit. Ibonka Banika Bokosa, a Totevenota, Banika Bonosha, Rafetevenos, Susumanta Dada, a friend of Menogo. Some people are surrendering over. Ayalado, Ayalado Rabadasa. There's a surrender in the heart. There's a surrender in the heart. And Bendo, Rabba. Your mercies, oh God, meet with us. Give us an encounter with you. Aromba Tivanosha, Chala Chala Bando, Aromba Dabba 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 Shipeke Tevenosi, Impanta Panta Panta Panta, Rabba Dabba 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 Sa, Aromba Mama Hongulos, oh God, Hongulos, oh God, Abase, bring us to a place of humility. Bring us to a place of humility. Bring us to a place of humility. Atabando Shabalosha, Rabba Baba Baba, for heavy hearts are these. Ayanda, a 
Santa, Aranda Rara Santa, Rebena Panamosis, Menemosi, Rago Sataya. Let the Reaper Angels begin to separate. Oh, Zalanto Shiga, Ebelico Topoto, Ebelito Potobo. That's which we hold on to. Let it be taken from us. That's which we hold on to. That's life we hold on to. Let it be taken, oh God. Oh, Sabana, take it, Lord. Take it, Lord. Manesha Nelesia. Rapa Babana Sisa Menoshiga. Or Ramana Manamana Sisa Vende. Igalosha Namarakosa. Rabbeta Menamoshiga. Or Rabbanamoshiga Nelesiza. Abanate Menamoshi. Father, in this assembly, respect for men. Love, respect for men. In this assembly, respect for men. Men who are faithful to you. Men who are faithful to you. Men who are faithful to you. Men who respond to you. Men who respond to you. Men who seek the Lord. Raise faithful men, Father. Men who respond to the Lord. Men who are faithful. Father, raise in this assembly. Faithful men, faithful men. Men who respond to the Lord. Men who seek your face. Men who seek your face. Men who want what you want. Men who are burdened. Men who want revival. Men who want revival. Men who are concerned for you. Men who are concerned for you. Men who are carriers of your burden. Men who are carriers of your burdens. Thank you. 